Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Spun Loud Effects. Spun Loud Effects is a really cool company based in West Seattle, Washington, and we're here to tell you all about the Blister and Peel version 2. Thanks to some handy updates, this one is now going to be available for a new lower price. Check the website for details on that. Here's the details on the pedal. It is two sides. The blister side is based on the classic electro distortion and will provide a good volume boost even without turning up the gain. Crank the gain all the way and it slips some distortion into octave fuzz. The peel side is a fuzz effects that has its roots in the bass fuzz design and includes a tone control that will cut or boost treble sounds in the mix. It's a rad pedal. You can ride on both sides separately or together. It all runs off a nine bolt standard power adapter, center negative like any boss pedal. So check it out at spunloud.com. Cultured guitarist. My name is Ape Like Al. With me as ever is Capuchin Casper. <laughs> and opting in on nickname game, our special and future occasional third host, Mr. Kinkaju Kevin. <laughs> they forced me to be here. <laughs> I like how you're the full size ape and we're both little monkeys. First off, <laughs> I said ape. I could be any one of the family. I'm just ape like. But apes are f- like, anyways, and we're. Yeah. T- yeah, Kevin, he made us tiny yeah. little monkeys. Well, like, I mean, technically, oh. a kinkajou isn't even a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? Is it pi- Pikachu? No. Oh. How rude. There, okay, listen, the, friends, there's okay, a shocking. There's, it's not like every monkey in the world has the scientific name uh, with a K sound at the front, okay? It was, it was a challenge. I was. Mm. Come on, we were all on theme today. Like, why are you being <laughs> weird? Not. Jeez. A guy tries something. I put some effort in for once, you whiny baby. <laughs> <laughs> you knocked it out of the park, buddy. Ape like Al, you could not have done better, honestly. It was great. I know. It was perfect. Uh. Criticizing. Anyway. <laughs> so, Mr. Kevin Schoen joins us of Schoenswood Effects. Kev's going to... Casper and I had been talking for a long mm-hmm. time. And we're, we're all good buddies, the three of us. And... Uh, we we kind of wanted to get the occasional third voice on for certain certain episodes where we're doing a little more just casual stuff and Kev graciously uh, agreed to let us uh, abuse him mm. for that role. So yeah, you know I'm just like a I'm a good third wheel. I'm I'm quiet and <laughs> submissive and you know <laughs> the safe word is kumquat. I speak when spoken to, you know so. It's going to work, guys. It's going to work. It's going to work out good. Casper's already like, that was a risque joke. I'm going to have to edit that out. (laughs) It's just going to get a big, long 10-second beep. It's the PG version of a risque joke. (laughs) It's safe. It's safe. Uh, All right. Safe enough. Welcome to the new world. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of uh, 
that Aerosmith arcade game, like Generation X or whatever it was. It it was like one of those games you'd see in like movie theaters and stuff, and it had, had it, like the Terminator Two game where it has the two guns yeah, yeah. on the arcade console. Right. Oh, nice! Yeah, and the yeah. whole game was like you have to stop this authoritarian fascist regime that's kidnapped Aerosmith, and you you. <laughs> Um, you have to free them, man. <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> yeah, it's real. It's oh, it's man. hilarious. I loved that game when I was like twelve. And <laughs> you're shooting. Oh, it's games. it's one of those oh, games dude. where it's like it's a it's a gun. You're it's a camera on rails game where just like enemies pop out. And you got to shoot them with the the yeah, light yeah. gun. Um, you have two weapons on the gun. You have your machine gun, which I think had infinite ammo, and then you had CDs. And if you if you shot this boxes of CDs on screen, you could collect CDs, and then you could fire them, and they flung across the screen like frisbees, and they blew up like grenades. You're <laughs> making this all up. It is not made up. It is. Is that like because Aerosmith at like certain points of their career couldn't like give their CDs away, so they had to shoot them at people? <laughs> this was like know. no. This would have been the, this would have been not too long the after the Walk This Way era. So this would have been them at like their comeback yeah. peak. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm gonna have to Dead. Google this, man. You're gonna I, have to Google. Uh, yeah, it was everywhere. It was it was huge. Um, I, I might be wrong about the name, but it was like Generation X or something like that. Or yeah, it was it was hilarious. But anyways, I don't remember why I got <laughs> onto that. What did you say? You said something right beforehand that turned me onto that. I did. Yeah. Oh whoa no no Kevin did. He said, "Welcome to the new world order." Mm. And one of the catchphrases in the game was like. Uh, it was something like along those lines. Oh my god, you're not kidding. I'm not. <laughs> it's, called, I... it's called Revolution, Revolution X. Revolution X. Arcade yes. rail shooter game oh, developed man. and published by Midway in 1994. 1994, yeah. Oh. 94. This is crazy. Okay. This is like the peak of my arcade days. And you I, missed it. I, yeah. I, yeah. 94. That, like, this was they, a deluxe three player cabinet. Aerosmith was huge in '94, man. Mm -hmm. I got, I gotta, I gotta be honest, guys. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't have an arcade time in my life. That's okay. That sounds more like you're out. You don't have to apologize to us. Uh, apologize got, to your childhood. I, I, no, I'm sorry because I was busy playing guitar like a normal person should be doing. Um, ha, 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 first ha, off, ha, ha, um, ha, burn, right? Yeah, a little bit that? actually. But did you feel, feel that third degree? I feel. Burn? Lightly singed. <laughs> I'm 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 teasing, but I'm not. Like when you're showering and you bump the the, the faucet handle a little bit, and you're like, "Ooh, that's a little toasty." I'm just gonna turn that down, like that level. <laughs> I do that on purpose. I'm burning my giblets just just to feel the burn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what? Anyway, so now that we've huh? talked about the epitome of gaming history with Revolution X from Aerosmith. <laughs> Okay, wait. You're, you know what? Casper's I'm deep looking, in the rabbit hole. On I'm this looking one. at a like it's playing. Yeah, I've seen this before. I've played oh, this. You've, okay, I've played this. I just didn't realize it. Yeah, was man. Aerosmith. No, like they're barely in the game. They just show up for cutscenes and you hear Steven Tyler scream every once in a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. What was it called again? Generation X. Revolution X. Yeah. Oh, Revolution <laughs> X. Hmm. That's deep. You know what we should ask. We should ask Ryan Clark if he can load this on his arcade for us. Oh, he would. I know he would. He absolutely would. <laughs> then, well, then, like, how would we play it? Because he doesn't have light guns set up that I know of. 
Mm. Okay, this is like all right. We're going. We are going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so awesome. That, but that reminds me, though, listeners, if you haven't heard, this is going way back in the show history. Well, way back as far as almost as far as you can with us uh, to episode five when we interviewed Doctor Scientist and uh, Ryan Clark of Doctor Scientist has a full size arcade machine that he built himself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he loaded with the uh, PC running emulations of everything like everything made before 2002. Yep. It's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. I I I got to I don't know if I sh- if I should say this but I think one of our other uh pedal making friends is going to do the same thing. Ooh. Who's that? Lekev Ah. ah, yeah. Ah. I don't. I. Don't, I, I uh, uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Don't. Don't give away his his company name because I'm not sure yet. But he <laughs> he's got something up his sleeve. Okay. All right. And I, I mean, I think it's already. If anybody listens to this show regularly, the cat's out of the bag as to who that is. But well, there's a, there's only a couple of kept so far in the show. There's myself. <laughs> And that other course, guy. And that <laughs> other guy that we can't and, mention now. And the much, much handsomer, much smarter French version of myself. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. All right. Let's get back on track. And let's, uh, that was a fine episode of the vintage 90s music-based arcade game podcast. And now let's circle back around to the guitar, the cultured guitarist. Jeez. Huh? That's what, I, that's what we're doing. Yeah. This is the culture guitar. This is the culture guitar. I almost yeah. said the guitar knobs because <laughs> that's wow. like, that's not my show. That's another, no. that's the wrong show. I don't host that show. <laughs> 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 also a great podcast. So. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. So let's, let's kick it off. Casper, what have you been up to this week, man? Give me, give me the lowdown. Well, a uh, few guitar things going on. I think I already mentioned that the uh, parts for my Aria build came. My concentric pots and my push pull pots, yeah, and caps and things. Was it TS three hundred? Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, you're looking at it. It's yeah. right, right there. I can't really. Well, it's tilted and the writing is upside down. It's a hard angle to read from for me. But yeah, it's a Thor Sound TS three hundred. Okay. Um. Anyways, uh. So been kind of fiddling around with that. Haven't quite wired it yet. Been really digging deep into how to how I'm going to wire it. Um. Whether I'm going to use, um you know, split coils, or if I want to go um, series parallel, which is probably the way I'm leaning, but that's what I'd like to do. So that stuff all came. Um, I also made an order before the parts that I actually got that are right, that I ordered wrong. And I and I immediately emailed the supplier. I was like, oh, no, I screwed this up. Can you guys cancel that? You know, they're like, okay, we'll issue you a refund. So those are parts arrived yesterday. <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay, so now I have some extra stuff that I don't really need. Some more extra orange caps and or orange drops and uh, some. Yeah, and I, I imagine you're gonna extra. Pots when you email stuff. them, they're not gonna want you. No, to I, I already sent them an email. I just haven't re- re- received it back saying, "Hey guys, this is uh this happened." Um, so I haven't received anything back from them yet. Um, I also um, I I I want to say that I bought it, but I didn't buy it. I've been chastised for this point because i didn't buy it i brokered a deal (laughs) for uh a hand-built crombauer guitar for my father yeah you did yeah so good looking guitar too yeah it's very very nice so um ended up uh 
like I say, brokering that deal uh, through another owner that uh, that I met, and my my dad's been wanting one of these guitars ever since I got the, my first one, and uh, so he you know, he agreed to the deal and uh, a sight unseen too, so kind of like on my on my expertise or, or or whatever, he agreed to buy a guitar he's never seen, um, which was kind of cool. But he had he, I mean, he had some notions, and I mean, well. There's a safety net there. Exactly. So the uh, <clears throat> for all, those of you that don't know, we are madly in love with Brown Bauer guitars. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he was, I think he can be pretty safe to think or to know that the guitar was going to be fantastic no matter what. I have played this guitar. Um, it did move across the province um, right before as I was kind of dealing with it. Um, so I have to go down onto the island now. It's about a, a seven-hour drive and get it, but... That's an awesome drive. That's oh, a fantastic drive, yeah. and then the ferry ride for a couple hours. And I love the sea, man. So I'm, yeah. I'm pretty. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah. You're gonna come home with a guitar that's like. And yeah, me and the me and the partner, we're gonna head over and probably go surfing in Tofino at the same time. So there you go. There yeah. you go. You romantic uh, old duddy, you. I know. <laughs> and it's gumwood, right? Yeah, red gum. Yeah, yeah. red oh. gum back and side, Sitka top. I hope, I hope we get a chance to play that before you hand it off to your pop. I'll probably I'll figure it out. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. And uh oh, and 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 one last thing. Um, working on a trade. Might be trading my Fender Pro Junior. Oh yes, yeah. So I'm yeah. be trading. I think in a way up. It's trading up for me. Uh, to a more useful amp, I think. For uh, what you like to do, yeah, yeah. For what I'm, for what I'm into, and what I like, and the way I like to play, and the way I like to listen to, to the guitar. Uh, so I got a deal pending, maybe on a, a PV Classic Thirty. Yeah, which is a, a pretty stellar. If that falls through, I'm on it like white on rice. Oh, by I know. The way. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm dragging it out until you're really broke. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that's that's my week. That's a good week. Yeah, it's been pretty good. How about you, Kev? What have you been up to, man? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I was I was actually just kind of zoning out listening to you guys talk. A bit. No, <laughs> like, you're, like you're listening you're to the show, You're not listening right? to the episode. Yeah. You're on the yeah, episode. I, was like, <laughs> I listened to every episode once, maybe twice, sometimes three times. And like, I just like zoning out to your voices. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, they asked me a question. <laughs> oh, they're not talking about me. They're talking to me. I was wondering anyway, why uh, you're being so quiet. <laughs> He's got like, real wow. quiet over there. This is surreal. <laughs> I'm on the show. You've been on the show um, twice before. Yeah, I know, I know. I've been on it many times. You, j- I'm j- you just don't hear me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, well, like uh, we were talking before, uh, I have to bring it up. I got a new amp, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing for me. A big thing for me. Really, really, really big thing for me. Did you forget the brand? Are you going to tell them? <laughs> okay, so, yeah, yeah, so, it's it, it's actually, oh, you guys are so funny. All right. <laughs> so, it's actually kind of funny. I sold a guy here in Regina, uh, my PV JSX Joe Satriani head, mm. I don't know, five, six, seven years ago. It's ridiculously heavy. I, I'm just a shell of a man now and I, and I have a hard time carrying 
anything heavy, but I don't need to carry it anymore because I don't play live anymore. Uh, I ended up buying a 412 cabinet off of said gentleman, I don't know, two, three months ago uh, because I wanted to try to find that that sound that I used to have. And then all of a sudden he posts on Facebook that he's selling a JSX head. And I'm like, oh, no, really? And I'm like, is that mine? And he's like, no, it's not yours. It's the other one I had. And I'm like, how much do you want? And I'm like, yep. Okay, so yeah, now I have my <laughs> my uh before I got into pedal making I don't need pedals anymore. I've got I've got my exact sound. <laughs> uh which is horrible, right? Because I'm like I'm making pedals and I'm like I'm coming out with a, a new distortion hopefully uh sometime this year. I'm like, I don't really need it because uh I have like the sound that I want, but not it's not for everybody so i'm gonna try to create a sound that other people would want through another pedal <laughs> yeah i gotta be honest I, I i never took to the the jsx heads uh super super well i wanted to because i love joe but it just wasn't my thing and that I, pv's overdrive channels kind of tend to be like that for me though i i love a few of the ramps for their clean tones but yeah, you know, I'm not particularly enthralled with the clean tone of this amp. That's oh, really the, not what it's there to do. Yeah, and the distortion channels, you know, there's three channels. I got got three channels. So the the distortion is, let's just say, when I plug my guitar in, I don't sound anything like Joe Satriani. <laughs> so, and... You know, back in the day when I when I was playing this amp too, yeah, no, I don't sound like Joe Satriani <laughs> at all through this head. So it's all good, right? Like that, I guess it's just what I liked. That's that's what it's about, though. That's all. Yeah, that's all it has to I, be. And it was it was at a really good uh, affordable price. And um, yeah, this stuff is built like a tank, and there's a lot of chrome on this <laughs> <laughs> that i did think was kind of cool that like especially because that era of joe he was all about the chrome everything he had all those oh chrome guitars yeah. and he had like there's like chrome ten, stage wear <laughs> there's like 10 pounds of chrome knobs on this amp there's so many knobs yeah i like those chrome <laughs> it's, knobs it's like ridiculous yeah they are actually they're i've never seen another amp with these kinds of no, I think on PV made them like because they, yeah, I, I saw probably. them on that that head and uh, the triple X or the truckster, the one that they, they put out with the mud flap girls on it. It oh, had the same gosh, knobs, yeah, okay, like the uh, most. I, I remember seeing it, I don't remember which amp it was. The most yeah. like aimed at dudes into new metal and thought out absolutely no inch like not one inch was thought out beyond that well like it, that was a total like five figure death punch fans will love this hey what do women think don't worry about them like like that was the end of the marketing on that amp Oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. <laughs> Mudflap girls in the big fat distorted amp. Yeah, <laughs> that was. <laughs> Who cares what it looks like? Otherwise, or something? we're gonna sell this to tens of Mudvayne fans. <laughs> tens, it's like a uh, hundred and twenty watt. <laughs> it's a lot. Too bad. Yeah, it's big. 
I'm sorry. Don't I'm looking get, at them for uh, the first time right now. Like, yeah. I have no idea what you guys are well, I mean, it, it was coming up against, like, the triple rectifiers and stuff from Mesa Boogie, which are 150 watts. So it was it was competing in that ballpark, but in a PV way. She's a face melter. Indeed. <laughs> I did like the way that they, they did those chrome panels to kind of put out, like, the shadow of an S on the front yep. of the amp. But not the whole S. It was, like, cut off, but in a stylish way. It's it's That was good looking. I'll be honest. When I owned my original head, I took those off and I it dropped like five pounds. Oh yeah, <laughs> those two panels alone are like they're no joke. Those are real, like cast parts or something. They're heavy. I'm sure. Yeah, even I mean, the I'll, bolts alone. The bolts alone. <laughs> I'm sure it's not like PV was using like high quality aluminum for the for that. They're just. Yeah, pour them out of lead. We'll chrome oh it. yeah, we'll chrome yeah. the lead plates later. <laughs> they were expecting that, like, like um, uh, what do you call those, like guitar techs and stuff, and roadies are gonna like be hauling <laughs> this stuff. Well, I think that was like PV was still at that point coming off this like decades long since their inception era of like everything was just beastly heavy. Like yeah. built like just tanks and like uh, even the like the, the lightest solid state combo amp they made was still just like you're chucking out a shoulder rotator cuff and ruining your lower spine to lift it. <laughs> well, as someone who makes things unnecessarily large, uh I do that for you know, the sake of art. Uh I think <laughs> I think this thing is kind of unnecessarily large. I don't think it has to be as big as it is, but yeah, um, if you look, right. if you look at a lot of amp heads, they are kind of smaller than the uh, the the four twelve cabinets they sit on, uh, as far as you know, width and and depth. And this head is <laughs> the dimensions I, line I, up I'm, right at right. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm staring at it, and it's like. <laughs> just as big as the as, as the cabinet i'm like i don't i know there's like transformers in there and and whatever else is in there but yeah i think that's unnecessary <laughs> I, i'm sure that like had they done like a 50 watt version of that amp i think that would have sold a lot better yeah i i would agree and then yeah. he left, and then he went to Marshall, and now who knows what he uses, but... Yeah, which, I mean, he was kind of a Marshall guy before, anyway. Yeah, and then he, like, what did, was it, a four-channel? I didn't really follow him uh, gear-wise after that too hardcore. Uh, I didn't either. I didn't either. Um, I love him, but I... But he was one of those guys that was using, like, modded Jam 45s and... You know, jam 45 well you know the only I, mean. <laughs> I i i may be going off track here and i'll just say this quickly but you know what the most of the guys that we all love you know their stuff is modded by some guy in some warehouse or some garage or some electronic place you know yeah. you you buy you buy what they're selling what they put their their name on but that's not what you're not getting what they use yeah yeah because so. like i i have to like there was a time when, like, Ian Thornley, well, I think he's still sponsored by Trainer, or, or no, he's not sponsored by Trainer anymore, but, like, Gordy Johnson from uh, Big Sugar sponsored by Trainer Amps. And he's using a Garnet preamp running into, like, a, a Roland Jazz Chorus 120 
powering trainer 412s loaded with eminent speakers. <laughs> so it's like, and Thornley, when he was sponsored by trainer, it was like, if you poke your head behind the, the wall of guitar cabs, it was like, oh, look, there's a diesel head. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And don't get me started on either of those guys. Yeah, I, I think I think it was probably similar for Joe, where it was like he he probably used them, but at the same time he was certainly using everything else that he wanted to anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's like, so how how does a guy do that? How does a guy go? Hey, I this is my sound. This is my tone. This is the thing that I this is my rig and however it was laid out or whatever he patched together to make that tone as we all do we we put our tone yeah. together with pieces not we we go and we find the thing that makes our sound that's oh, not yeah, it I, so now when you get a guy like like Joe Satriani or whatever he didn't he didn't have PV build him his sound no i he he was sponsored by something to make they built an amp and it, they they approached somebody and, exactly yeah. so the only person i can think of there's very few there's a couple of artists i can think of that like like van halen for example like he more or less designed the 5150 from the ground up and now it's like a whole brand that he has and stuff like right there's a couple of special yeah, well, cases like that but that's not common no, but when you don't get most guitarists that are like Van Halen that like to get electrocuted and stuff <laughs> to figure out where their tone yeah. is. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, so I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna circle over to me. I'm gonna selfishly jump on here. Hey, what about you, Al? What do you? Hey, what about, yeah. <laughs> hey thanks, Come guys. On, Al. Oh, okay. Well, just little old my world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have had like a hack of a week. Yeah, it's you been have. a big week for me. Um, I think I talked last episode, possibly that I picked up an Ibanez, uh, DE seven delay echo pedal from the Tone Lock series oh, yeah. of pedals. I forgot about that. Um, so I finally got a chance to like actually hook that thing up and do some playing with it. But on top of that, actually, no, I'm gonna stick with that for a second. Mm. Uh, that delay is. Already one of my favorite delays I've ever touched in my life. I absolutely get why it's got this cult status really? to it. Yeah. See, because you said that about the DD3 when I got my DD3. You're like, man, this delay. You're yeah. just like. No, I definitely got to get a DD3. Like, that's <laughs> that's home turf. But... What what color is it? The, Sorry. The Ibanez one? Yeah, yeah. It's like metal gray. They okay, okay. barely bothered doing any kind of finish. <laughs> the yeah, ones that look like a, like a military. Right okay. Yeah, Ibanez DE7, and they, it was called the Tone Lock Series, and they spelled Lock L-O-K, because it was 1999. <laughs> and these things are ugly. Every single one of them was, like, designed by Fred Durst. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the style. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> fabulous. Uh, so, like, uh, they got a lot of flack for being crappy um or but it's they got, got a digital display that tells you what pedal it is it does, well it's not digital it's just embossed <laughs> metal um but it's great like the echo like it's got a delay side and an echo side two different modes and then different time mode settings you can use it's a very simple pedal it's only three knobs uh but the echo side of it is just so warm sounding it's great and it self oscillates but it does it in a really nice way. Uh, it's 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 going on my board. Um, as soon as I can, 
because I'm still running the all-Canadian board, and I'm a little hesitant to break up that, but I, I'm really in love with this pedal. But uh, wait a second. Yeah. The board is actually all-Canadian now. It is. It's Because the Amaterasu. Yeah. Ah, well. I completed my quest, yeah. Bravo. Awesome. Bravo, oh, Al. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, yes. I... Do we have a sample of crowd applause? Uh, yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes. Oh, I was no. told I was never allowed to do that. Now I've opened the floodgates to the cheesy sample pad. Crap. Um, no, but well, yeah, this I, thing I, looks amazing. It's I, super simple. It is. Yep. And it sounds <laughs> glorious. Did you bring it over? No. <sighs> Sorry, man. I want to play this one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, you don't get to play with it, Casper. <laughs> I was going to. I was going to bring over that, and I was going to bring over the other pedal I bought yesterday. Um, uh. But I was already bringing two over to dump in your lap to so we could do <laughs> some pedal reviews <laughs> yeah, next. Maybe next episode. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then, yeah, so, well, since I, I just sort of touched on it, I yesterday went uh, to Kelowna about an hour away, and I found a Dan Electro Tuna Melt tremolo pedal for sale. For wow. Cheapy cheap, and I bought it. <laughs> and because uh, it's one of the Food Series pedals that sort of has a good reputation to it. Most of the Food Series pedals people think are hilarious, but acknowledge they're very entry level and not really worth owning for seriousness sake. See, it's like you buy a pedal and when it's called <laughs> French toast. I think they have one called French <laughs> toast. Of course they do. Exactly. Yeah. It's what I'm saying. When you yeah. name a pedal French uh, toast, it's like, well, what does it do? I, well, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, I had another one of the series, the, the hash browns. <laughs> My point yeah. exactly. I, that, that was a flanger. Go figure that relation yeah. out. Just don't get anyway, it. Anyway, I was playing the that the tuna melt tremolo earlier today, and uh, it actually is a really nice little tremolo. It's simple. Did you bring it over? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you two pedals to. Yeah, I know. Come on. Um. So yeah, I was messing around with that. Uh, what else got, did you do this week? I got Al? a ton going on. Get a ton I, going I, on. I got yeah. So uh, we've talked a few times in the last like month and a half, two months about. I was getting a little frustrated because I spent so much time on the road and gigging with acoustics and, and never touching my electrics that the few electrics I still had were not set up well. They really needed a lot of TLC, and uh, so I didn't have a good electric. They're your not your I SG like has a, a broken headstock. My SG has a broken headstock. I know. We have I to address this. It. i got to fix it. It's heartbreaking. That's brutal. That's brutal. I know. I know. I know. I, I will fix it. But... I finally, after years of wanting one, I finally picked up a Jazzmaster. Mm. Uh, and I kept it real cheap. I bought one of the Squire um, Classic Vibe series ones. Yeah, but those are kind of the, the, actually the, the brim of, really like it. of the, the Squire stuff, right? They're, yeah, they're tippy-top for Squire. Um, I was going to buy a J. Mascus one, uh, and then I decided <laughs> not to. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, I wanted to be doing horrible a little... gold pick guard. First off, shut your <laughs> shut your awful mouth. 
<laughs> this would have to beep you, buddy. I know. <laughs> that I'm putting a gold anodized pick card on my jazz master. You God. just you shush you. Do um, it, do it. It's happening. Uh, yeah, I wanted to do some mods to this thing, and the J Mascus one was almost two hundred bucks more um, for a signature uh, specific color combo and uh, pickups that aren't actually Jazzmaster pickups. They're P90s, and that's not what I was looking for. Mm. Um, I will end up changing the pickups out of this Jazzmaster. In fact, I have some on order already. Mm. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I wanted to just enjoy the guitar as it was, and uh, I, didn't want, I don't want P90s on a Jazzmaster. It's just not what I'm looking for. Um, so I saved some money, bought a Classic Five Series 1, in all other respects, it's pretty much the same guitar as the Jay Mask. It feels great. Uh, I never thought I'd find myself buying a Squire and actually really being in love with it, but uh, it's it's a great guitar. Mm. It is how, a, how chunk how chunky is the neck? Uh, it's good. It's got a good chunk. It's not very wide, but it's got a nice comfy. It's almost a D more than a C shape. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, uh-huh. but I like that. I'm not. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a teeny tiny fella, and teeny tiny necks and I don't super get along well. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I I like this neck; it felt good in my hands, and that was kind of the thing that uh, thing that sealed the deal for me. Was like everything on the guitar felt good. It played pretty decent in the shop. Uh, it obviously needs a setup because it's guitar fresh off the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Um, and they kind of have that. Like you were telling me, there we were talking about it. They have that jazz master kind of neck angle they're supposed to yeah, carry, and so the jazz, these don't, squires I mean, don't really come off the wall let's, like let's, that. Let's dive into that a little bit, I guess, because who knows? It's good information for our listeners. Um, so if you love offsets, but you aren't familiar with the jazz master, um, Leo Fender really designed this guitar to try and snag the jazz market, guys that were playing big archtop guitars. So a jazz master is designed to have the geometry of an archtop guitar. The strings are supposed to go up and they come down over the neck at an angle. It's not a flat, solid body guitar. It's not what it's supposed to be set up as. Yeah, it's not a Stratoratelli. It's right. And so it's supposed to have a bit of neck angle. The 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 bridge the bridge saddles are supposed to be up a little bit to make that neck angle work. And very rarely do you ever find one of those things set up like that. It's people always approach them like a Strat or a Telly and they set them up with no neck angle and try and, uh, and they, and they don't play very good that way. Mm. Um, so I'm going to have to do some things that way. Um, cause right out of the, right out of the fact, I mean, Squire does a fantastic job. I think these things are 10 out of 10 value level. Um, yeah. For uh, the investment. Yeah. yeah like so. your investments, uh, I don't know what it would be in us dollars, like 400 bucks, but Canadian, it was five twenty. That's probably a little less than that in American, but yeah. either way, it's, it's, utter peanuts um, that's a decent price yeah yeah it's totally great and i mean these days the the mexi made stuff is climbing the prices pretty high and same with even the even in the used market yeah so that was more than i wanted to do especially when i know that like it's me i'm gonna mod this thing eventually yeah so yeah it's olympic white it's got a rosewood fretboard which is another unusual turn for me i usually prefer maple on my fenders but uh uh-huh, uh-huh. nope i don't jazz i wanted rosewood so 
tortoiseshell pick card, which is going to get replaced with an anodized gold one. I kind of like that. I know. That Olympic white well, and torty, though. I can switch them back and forth. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> I can get bored with it and change it, and it'll be a whole new guitar. Um, but I got, you know what's been the bane of my existence the last few days? Uh, I want to change the string size on it because it came with absurdly light strings, and it's a jazz master, and they're supposed to have heavier strings on them. That's part of the geometry thing that Leo designed mm-hmm. these things for. Um, so if you don't put heavy strings on them, it's hard to set them up properly. You don't have to be absurd about the heavy strings thing, but they're not meant to have like nine to forty twos. Mm-hmm. I'm using tens, ten to forty twos, oh, yeah. or ten to forty six. Really slinky dinky, eh? That's what's on most I, of my guitars I, or most of my electrics, anyway. I'm yeah, a delicate flower. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this thing needs heavier strings. Um, but before I do that, uh, I need a neck shim because uh, I can't get the neck angle properly uh, set without some kind of a shim in there. Because, um, you know, it's, it's a squire. It's not, not a custom shop here. But uh, holy crap, finding a proper angle neck shim in Canada is such a pain in the butt. Um, cause it's, ne- it's, it's meant to fit a fender neck pocket, which is about the size of a playing card mm-hmm. and it's the neck shim. It's like 0.5 of a millimeter. It's like, it's not a big thing. Yeah. And wow. Stu Mac sells them for like 13 bucks per shim, which is pricey, but they're making really high quality, full size wood shims at different angles. Okay, fine. But the $20 shipping, <laughs> that's where I was like, No. No, Stuart McDonald, no. Right? <laughs> you, I like how you, you uh, use full, their full name like they're well, in trouble. <laughs> I love them. They, it's really hard to beat them for like Luthery supplies yeah. and just an all-around one-stop shop for guitar builders of professional and amateur levels alike. But their shipping is horrendous. No matter what uh, you buy. They didn't have an offering of saddles either that would fit my... My project either yeah i mean well, that's a that's a tough finder <laughs> i don't um, think so i think it should be easier i i agree <laughs> I would like, but yeah like you, you don't get much options for types of shipping with stumac yeah and like it is it is literally the size of a playing card and about the thickness of a cd well, why is why is that 20 bucks to ship that's, it should be it should be 49 cents for a stamp yeah and that's where i was like ah so anyway a buddy of mine uh, who orders enough stuff from them to make it worthwhile to have their, like, Stumax premium membership thing, mm. uh, he's going to get the shim for me and send it to me, free shipping. Nice. Because he's got that. So, got that going on. And then I've, you know, got pickups. Uh, same buddy's going to send me a set of Jazzmaster pickups that uh, he and his buddy have prototyped. He wants me to try them out. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I have no idea what they're going to sound like. Uh, and then, uh, so I, yeah, <laughs> um, anything could be better than the, I think than the sound of the bridge pickup to my ears in that guitar. <laughs> I think you're crazy, man. I think <sighs> honestly, man, you turn think the pickups you turn the and that switch, thing sound great. You right turn as the switch <laughs> to both or to the bridge and it's, or, or to the neck and it's like, yes. I just don't think like, you yeah. like fenders. Bridge the, the bridge you do not like the single bridge coils pickup bridge. sounds wimpy. <laughs> and yeah. uh, for the record, I highly uh, disagree. Okay, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. But 
I'm I'm fight, sure there's fight, be- fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's better out there. Yeah, I mean, I, the reason I bought the guitar is is I did come to the conclusion that if I never changed a thing on it, I'd be happy with mm. it as it was. That being said, by the time I was home with it the next day, my buddy was already like, hey, "I'm gonna send you some pickups." <laughs> that that ship has already sailed. So I have those pickups coming, and then you and I—I'm not—I don't want to talk about them yet because it's not quite happening. But the three of us are working on a thing, a thing for some other pickups. So I think our special pickups for that, I'm going to get as done as Jazzmaster style pickups. Uh, let's see. Do you want to refresh my memory on air right now? No, <laughs> no, really. I don't. That would be—it <laughs> involves skateboards. <laughs> Um, who does that? Who does that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got a lot of Jazzmaster mods that are going to be happening soon, including uh, Gold Anodized Pickguard. Cool. You're gonna um, need you're gonna need some new knobs for that. Oh, <laughs> oh you're not wrong. I, that's probably the one thing I like the most, or <laughs> I I like the least about the guitar is the knobs on it. Look fine in pictures and at a distance but when you're looking at they're them not, up close it's like they're not good they're weird looking i can't put my finger on it but it's not here al no i was gonna look at you one of your squires and no but uh that doesn't have no. those style of knobs on it yeah yeah it's it's the knobs do gotta go they're That's, they seem really really inexpensive they look like they came off of like a first act from walmart or something it looks like you got them out of one of those little like coin machines that has a little globe <laughs> little bubbles of toys. <laughs> yeah like, oh look a fender Ooh. volume knob yeah <laughs> exactly. hey, cool i hope the next one's a tone <laughs> anyways oh, two volumes we we anyway. have and i joined in on it we have taken forever to get off the what have you been up to this week portion of things <laughs> We were going to talk about mods and stuff this week, but we're we're at almost an hour already here, aren't we? Forty minutes. Forty minutes. Wow. So what oh. else you guys been up to this week? Talk- <laughs> 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 we've already talked a bunch about guitar mods and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I'm having fun just chatting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to do an episode where it's just hanging out. Yep. I like our interviews. I love yeah. doing them. But- I think I, I think the goal is to make them like that. Yeah. Just kind of hangouts. Totally. But, um, can I can I give a quick shout out? No. Depends on who it's to. <laughs> it's it's to your last guest, Mr. John Esterly from Rare Buzz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy man, you guys. Kind words. Thank you so much. Oh, oh yeah. Buddy. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Deserve every one of them. John. Well, I don't think so, but I appreciate well, it. Of course you don't. <laughs> you're, you're we, t- we talked about this, so Kevin. I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, John's an epic guy, and uh, we all agree that you're an epic guy. And yep. we also all agree that the four-track syndicate is a uh, compadre of epic dudes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that didn't make any sense. That's not what compadre no. is for. But. Not quite, not quite, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's a gaggle. Of epic dudes. Gaggle, yes. That's very yeah. Canadian. Yeah. Gaggle of geese. <gasps> Did I tell you That's I right. found out what a group of pugs is called? Oh, cheap. I don't a group of what? Pugs. Okay. <laughs> it's the greatest okay. thing in the world, and it's so, <laughs> so very pug. Are you ready? 
So the headache, yeah. the headache that is instantly developing in my <laughs> eyes, is like a black hole crushing oh. my face. First a off, gaggle of pugs. It's not a gaggle of pugs. First, Casper, listen, buddy, I, you I got, a, I got a photograph, I got a text message <laughs> from Al, like a week ago, where he was sitting in front of my work stealing the internet, <laughs> and which is very close to my house, and he sent me a picture of a of a pug that lives near me and we've met and talked to and Al has held and, and been very, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Either way, it's like <laughs> sends me a photo of this dog walking past the front of my work going, look, 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 it's Chiro. <laughs> I regret nothing. I know. You, okay. uh, you, <laughs> pugs are God's gift to humanity. They are. Please tell me why. I don't know why, but somewhere in humanity's past, we did something very right, and God rewarded us with pugs. <laughs> I think the fact, I don't even want to get into this on the air, but the fact is that that, that poor animal has been bred to be deformed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we did something horribly, horribly I, wrong to a species. I will stab you with this Phillips head. <laughs> At least it's Anyways. not a Robertson. <laughs> A group of pugs. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, huh? Canada. A group <laughs> of pugs. A group of pugs. What's a group of pugs is called? It's called a grumble. A grumble of pugs. A grumble of pugs. That is pretty epic. That's actually. the perfect thing for that. Yeah. Like, what up? It's, it's so we gotta great. get you a we gotta get you a new hobby, Al. <laughs> you should take up like no. playing guitars. Oh like, my gosh! Yeah, I have yeah, I have great. I just love, I love pugs. I want a pug uh, again, and I want three gonna, more after I'm gonna that. To, we're gonna have to make you start playing bass. <laughs> why that's, would you, that's gonna be your hobby. Why would you say something a, so hurtful to me? <laughs> You're gonna be a like epic guitar player that plays. Next, you're gonna tell me side. I should play drums like Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually gonna no. suggest it, but I didn't no. want to hurt your feeling. Yeah, well, that's just rude. <laughs> don't monkeys play drums? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Monkeys are smarter than Kyle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're get, eventually, we're gonna get like angry yeah. emails. We're gonna get hate. Stop yeah. picking Poor on Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. He's not poor. He deserves it. <laughs> he should be poor. <laughs> Probably poor. Oh. He's certainly not spending his money on deodorant. No. <laughs> uh, you know what was torture? What was torture? On the way here, my wife texted me a picture of a mail slip saying there's another package for me, or in Ooh. my name at least, at one of the post office uh, pickup places. It's too late to get it now. I couldn't get it anyway. I didn't have the slip. Oh. Oh, what is it you think? I, you know, it could be one of a couple of things. Oh, could be an order of Caulfield cables. Oh, that would be grand. Which, uh, yeah, I've been waiting for it for a bit. It could be another spun loud pedal, the Leon's Railer Phaser, mm -hmm. which I've also been waiting for for a bit. Mm -hmm. Or it could I have be... to say that actually t came the fastest out of anything late lately. That thing? Yeah. What is that? It's been like over a month for the blister and peel. Yeah. The fastest out of anything lately. That's true. Yeah. Bro, I was waiting um, for stuff for two months. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and uh, there's also a fuzz pedal that I'm expecting from Dirty Haggard Audio. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. And then there's some various Ooh. stuff uh, some company sent uh, for the show to do reviews on, but um, I don't. I can't reveal those yet because that's mm. way far away. 
Um, but I Exciting. Doubt it's those things. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. We could have done this whole episode about things we have going on this week. Yeah. We Well, we pretty Kinda much did. are, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this week, update from uh, the cultured guitarist. Yeah. No. Uh, but we are going to have a, a solid, like, overdrive review episode coming out soon. Yeah. Where we just talk about, there's uh, three on our radar, which we've kind of touched on already, so I don't mind. Yeah, no, I'm talking about it. Yep. So we got the Spun Loud Blister and Peel. Mm-hmm. We have the uh, Lauren Audio. Oh, it's so beautiful. I'm just distracted by the beauty of it. The Lauren Audio Spitfire. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, that was a while ago we, we got We got this one a while James, ago, yeah. yeah. And we haven't done a review on it yet. I feel kind of bad. I'm sorry, James. Um, it, it's one of those pedals that there's so much happening. <laughs> you really have to deep lot dive on that every, thing. like all the yeah. tone that this thing develops. It's crazy. Um, so we'll talk about those two, and then uh, we're gonna also talk about uh, it's a it's a boost slash drive pedal thing. It's a it's a boost pedal. It's a boost pedal. The uh, ground control audio Amaterasu, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which uh, completed my all Canadian pedal board. It did mm. alongside and a Doctor Scientist tremor lessons from you, Mister Shone. Yes. I'm glad you, I'm glad you uh, are the owner of that now. Me too. I quite like mm. it. Although, what the heck did you do to the hold knob? I didn't do anything, man. That's <laughs> that's the way it came. It's bent. <laughs> hey, you, take that out with Ryan. <laughs> I can tell you where I got it from, but uh, I only used the pedal like once. So <laughs> that's fine. I don't use the hold mode anyway. So. It doesn't really bother It's me. weird. You buy a pedal and you're like, oh, I don't use that effect. Why would I buy that pedal? Because it's to support great to, people. To harken back to the Pokemon reference earlier, uh, got to catch them all, <laughs> man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so true. But sometimes you, you just have to let them go. So That's true. It's true. So that, let them go to a good home. And I think uh, that was a good swap for you and me. I got, I got I, a tremolo that you don't use and... I'm a little sad that uh, I sent. I had to send Oscar to you, but uh, I gotta use it. I gotta yeah. plug it in and use it. Oscar's Oscar's in a good home. Mm. You're gonna like him. Oh, I need an 18 volt. That's why. Or no, I have an 18 volt. I don't know. I, You've got a ton of Voodoo Labs power supplies. You got 18 volts on there. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I'm just making excuses. Been... I get it. No, no. <laughs> I... So I. Okay, I'll just quickly say this because I don't want to make this about me, but I literally haven't played anything of my own or anything else f- since I bought this amp. <laughs> I I basically, if I get a chance, I come downstairs, I turn the amp on, it's distorted, I sound like an 80s rock guy with a delay pedal and my gem, and I just pretend I know how to shred 80s rock <laughs> you do a pretty good job of that everything mm-hmm. you play has like yeah. it reminds me of when bill and ted travel to the future yes and there's yeah, like that wild stallion yeah there's slower. like that sweet oh, slow thanks, shred guys. music going on in the background no. oh, oh thanks yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't that does not sound like a compliment but no anyway. um you whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> it is easy i worship oh, those easy. movies that is <laughs> i know you do that's uh, oh. and, but yeah one. no i haven't i've got like like i haven't even tried my grub drive i kind of need to do that you know just kind of like because i do make pedals and 
you know, there's that. So I should probably like <laughs> Try find out what, yeah, yeah, what my pedal sounds like through and my amp, but, and my, and my canoe drive, which, you know, is, is, is being renamed and I am going to come out with it. Uh, I may discontinue the shrop fuzz, but <gasps> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, no, you won't. What were we? What, no, what were we talking? No, about? we're we're we'll see, we'll see how you, this first off. Comes. You were not dropping a bombshell like that and total lie on our <laughs> podcast. Well, <laughs> hey man, I only got so much time in the day. I will cut you. <laughs> oh man, it's like prison in here. <laughs> you, good thing you're like 14 hours away. You cannot. That's too cool. It is to stop. You, got, you can't stop. <laughs> you, you definitely can't stop that before I buy one off of you. How about that? <laughs> I, well, I didn't have... say I, I didn't say I wouldn't keep some circuits around. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a shrimp yet. I do. Well, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh yeah I don't know we'll see we'll see what happens who knows let's <laughs> I, I will s- making up dramatic I, stuff on the spot I, I'm gonna just, I, I'm gonna I, smash I, I my will gem say this <laughs> no 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 gosh no I would never do that <laughs> never oh gosh no <laughs> okay what will you say buddy I, I cut the, you off the pro- the prototype for the new distortion uh, I'm gonna make myself the first one obviously I always do that. And uh, it's going to be very big. Uh, it's going to, I'm going to have a toggle for the on off. It's going to be big. Think big. Think weird. Like, weird. like how big? It's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be big. It's not going to be. How did you do that, Al? Ding. It's going to be, a, uh, <laughs> it's, it, yeah. Casper's notifications are still turned on. <laughs> on my laptop. Holy wow. Oh, gosh. That was okay. Uh, well, I, dude, uh, yeah. I, first off, man, I've been talking, like you and I've been, because I, I help you with the web store. Yes. Sir. Um, so you and I've been talking about this distortion for like at least a year. Yeah. It's, or no, no, it's probably that's... not even been, maybe about a year now, but. That's but when I think when the discussion came up about it, and because uh, I I'm a distorted guy, I am I'm so not. stoked about this man. I'm just so. Oh. It's not new metal. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I I've had the discussion with the designer who is my friend Digger from Fat Foot Effects, and it's um we're not we're not making anything new metal. So uh not I, I like gent. Is that the way you say that? Gent, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, Does it, it I don't gent? think it's. Yeah, it's not going to gent. I'm hoping if you know we we I've got parts coming next week to start uh, protoing it with Digger, and I'm hoping what I get is like the best like '80s distorted like rhythm lead tone. That's what I'm hoping for, or '90s. 80s 90s i'm hoping it's just a good sculptable high gain distortion that's what i want yeah because that's because that can be used for I'm anything not, you know like nowadays like there's really not that many people coming out with distortions uh l you would know better than i do because you're a bigger pedal guy than me 
which is you should you should make your own line of pedals because you're such a pedal guy. But <laughs> um, <Yeah>. that's <laughs> I know how to make those. Well, you can figure it out. Um, but it's just like <laughs> you know, like the new music these days is all like Axe Effects and Kemper profiling. So I know, think that's like the really highly technical guys straight yeah. to that because that acquiesces. They need it. Yeah. I, they need it, and but, it's amazing. But I think so there's. Let's. I think it's. Just, I think it's just gotten cooler all around for everybody. There's more of everything for everybody. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I side. I got a sidetrack for a second, because I, I was just thinking guitar tone. My gosh, Ian Thornley. You mentioned him earlier. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't know what he does. Oh. He talk. He talks about it occasionally, but he, he doesn't really get deep into like what pedals or whatever he's using but man that guy's got t- tone for days he's a he's godlike with his tone i know what he did um as of 2018 um they were doing the 20th anniversary tour of their debut record in loving memory of oh yeah 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 um which is my favorite album by them and they were playing it in its entirety everywhere they went along with the hits from uh, other records yeah, and some of his solo stuff, and uh, it was a it was like um, the original guitarist uh, Brian um, was on board as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm so glad I, I I got the chance. My buddy DK, shout out to DK, uh, was doing their monitor uh, board on the tour. Cool. Yeah, and uh, so he got my wife and I passes to go see it, and um, so we got great seats uh we got to see this awesome show um i got to meet brian and uh jesse roper opened the show and i got to talk with jesse roper as well mm-hmm. and uh thornley is all sir everything he's sir guitars he's sir amps he is now right yeah he was on that tour yeah okay okay and yeah, it's been uh, a few years. he was nailing those tones i know that's not what he's always used he's he's used uh he was using like an Ernie Ball double neck for a bunch of years, and he's used a bunch of stuff before that. He's always been very diverse in his guitar. Meradian, is that how do you say it? Meradian. Which sorry, he's used to feel those those bigger those big big body guitars. Oh, I think he was using Metropolitan. No, Meradian or Meradian or something. I th- okay, I thought he was using Metropolitan guitars that don't exist okay. anymore. But oh, maybe yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, I don't know. But yeah, no, I've he's, seen, yeah. he's a big Sir guy now, and and his pedal board had a lot of Sir stuff on it. And he's got a signature Thornley model. Oh yeah, that's like yeah, a, yeah. kind of a jazz master type. Jazz master, yeah. Man, yeah, I no, I, I've seen him play like I think ten or eleven times now. And you got me beat. We we got on the tour bus once, and oh my gosh, was he? We must have caught him at a good time because he was the nicest, like rock star i've ever met that's awesome man i although he's um... also like the only one i've met but (laughs) i'm like i'm like a ridiculous like he's like one of my all-time favorite musicians in general singer songwriter and yeah he was so he's and i asked him he's like i'm like why don't you shred more and he's like i can't remember what he said but i asked him that question i was Cause I'm like, the guy's like unbelievably fast. Oh yeah. He's and, crazy. And tasty. And like every, everything a good guitar player should be. He's that guy. And he, I, I guess he just doesn't need to do it. Cause he's 
focus more on the song, but like every album has at least a one or two like unbelievably fast he's, like shred legs. He's a really uh, good producer and I think that side oh. of him kind of steps out and, and helps him be more tasteful about everything he's doing. Mm. Uh I yeah, got I was able to like point. I worked a couple of shows uh at in my hometown at, at kind of the uh bar called Better Than Fred's where they would play uh every time they went through. Uh, and still do. And uh, I did security for him a couple of times and ran the door for the show a couple of times and stuff. And so got to talk with him a little bit. And he was always super nice. And boy, he puts his guitar tech to work, though. <laughs> that, guy changed, I bet. that guy changed his guitars a lot. That that poor tech was running back and forth like a madman all night long. That dude, whatever he gets paid, he's earning it. <laughs> oh, but the skill, Ian, is like... Uh... That guy's got some skill. Strive to be better, that's for sure. Yeah. Be like, be like Ian Thornley. <laughs> He's like a wicked awesome combination of like Chris Cornell, Gordy Johnson. Yes. That's what I call him, the like, Canadian Chris Cornell. Yeah. His voice is like... He's Chris. He's got Chris's vocal cords. Oh, yeah, as a singer. but he, And then he's like, he drops it like it's Zeppelin. Yeah. But, that, but then he throws like some kind of like weird metal and blues in it. <laughs> well, that's it's, why I love, that's why like, I think he's like this nice cross between Chris Cornell and Gordy Johnson from big sugar. Cause his guitar tones tend to be thick and meaty oh. and very bluesy inspired. Um, it's just very, very good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. Anyway, uh, this has been a yes. weird episode about almost nothing but everything, and we're all over the map here. <laughs> Are we going to have to redo this one? With no, a this bit is more, you know like, what? Focus, no, or? this is awesome. I, I think this is awesome. I, I don't know. If the listeners don't like it, they'll have to wait till next week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys want to like use this as a segue to go into uh, um, episode two about guitar modding. We can just hit this button right here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, you know, we, I think we kind of in our, like, what was going on this week, I think we did all the talking about guitar mods that we really? might have, well, okay. did we, all right, what do you want to do? Nothing. Do you want to, you want to, should we do an ex, extra long episode or do you want to, you know, save the guitar mods? Hey, let's, another time? let's make guitar mods a 20 minute segment or a half hour segment for Patreon. Okay. Well, uh, so I guess that'll conclude the regular episode and then we are going to continue on for another 20 or 30 minutes uh, talking about guitar mods, and that'll be a good, you know, Patreon exclusive thing. So if you'd like to hear us there, follow us on Patreon. Um, and otherwise, thanks for tuning into the show, and uh, we'll have another stellar episode for you next week on the Culture Guitarist. <laughs>